بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونعيش رضي الله تعالى عنها أن قريشا أهمهم شأن المرأة المخزومية التي سرقت فقالوا من يكلم فيها رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقالوا من يجتري عليه إلا أسامة بن زيد حب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فكلمه أسامة فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أتشفع في حد من حدود الله ثم قال ثم قام فاختطب ثم قال إنما أهلك من كان قبلكم أنهم كانوا إذا سرق فيهم الشريف تركوه وإذا سرق فيهم الضعيف أقاموا عليه الحد وإيم الله لو أن فاطمة بنت محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم سرقت لقطعت يدها متفق عليه The chapter that we are dealing with to exhibit anger or to become upset when the sanctity of shariat, when that which shariat has sanctified is in any way harmed or affected. And to help the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The last one or two ahadith dealt with Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam becoming very upset and becoming very angry when in some way some important symbol of Islam or aspect of Islam was the sanctity of it was not observed. This particular hadith is a lengthy hadith. It deals with a very, very important aspect of shariat. In fact, this aspect of shariat is so important that ulama ikram say that if the whole of shariat, that is Qur'an and the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if this had to be presented in one word, then what would that word be? سے سارے اسلام کو تعبیر کرنے کے لیے اگر ایک لفظ سارے اسلام تعبیر کرنے کے لیے ایک لفظ استعمال کر لے the whole of Islam, has to, if it has to be condensed, this will be the representation of what is Islam. Islam is justice. And the opposite of adl or justice is what we call zulm, to oppress. And zulm is something, inna zulma zulumatun yawm al-qiyamah. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that those who will engage in zulm, in oppression, this will be darkness, zulumat. It will be darkness on the day of judgment. So we have to always be concerned that in our dealings with one another, in our dealings with others, 
Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا خَسِيمًا Never be the one who is fighting the cause of those who have made khianat, of those who have oppressed others. وَلَا يَجْرِمَنَّكُمْ شَنَعَانُ قَوْمٍ عَلَىٰ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا اِعْدِلُوا هُوَ أَقْرَبُ لِلْتَّقْوَىٰ Allah Ta'ala says, do not let your relationship with someone, they may be your family member, they may be from your tribe, they may have the same color of skin, or they may be your associate. And because of this, you side with that person against someone who is being oppressed. Do not let your association with someone cause you to move away from adal, to move away from justice. Allah commands us that always be just. This is closest towards the taqwa and the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reason I'm not going into too much detail with regards to this topic of adl or justice because we find that interestingly after this chapter in the next one or two chapters Imam Nawawi rahimullah has devoted an entire chapter to this aspect of adl or justice particularly when it comes to in the courts or when someone is a qadi or someone is a Islamic ruler that he is adil, that he is just, and the importance that the shariat has attached to that, there is great detail in front, so in order not to repeat it when we come to those particular chapters, I'm not going into too much of detail. The reason I'm mentioning the importance of it, or just a brief introduction, is because this particular incident which is found in this hadith, we find the importance of it clearly being illustrated or exhibited for us Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha is the narrator. She says that the Quraysh became very, very concerned. Ahammahum. The Quraysh became concerned about the affair of the Makhzumiya woman who had stolen in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Makhzumiya tribe was what we call amongst the Ashraf. This was a prominent tribe, a wealthy tribe amongst the Quraysh. When this incident took place, with regards to that, Muarrikhin historians set the timing of this incident at about the time of Fatih Makkah, that is the conquest of Makkah. Slightly after that, this particular incident took place. There was one lady amongst the Makhzumiya tribe, her name was Fatima bint Abil Asad. There are other names given, but this is the more popular opinion that ulama ikram have given, that Fatima bint Abil Asad. And it was a habit, she had this weakness, today we'll call it kleptomania, but what her weakness was, was that she used to steal. In other riwayat it is mentioned, what was the modus operandi, she would approach people, ask them for something valuable. She would say she wants to borrow it. When this valuable thing is given to her, Thereafter, she would deny the entire incident, refuse to return the valuable entity and would say, I never took it from you. It belonged to me in the first place. This happened several times. She had this weakness or this habit. Finally, the, the matter was brought to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is one type of stealing in Islam. And we know what is the, what we call had of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you want to translate had in our language or in our understanding, we will call it the penal code of shariat. We find that when it comes to had or the hudud of shariat, 
One is somebody committed a particular crime, whether it is zina, whether it is, whatever it may be, that falls amongst the hudud of shariat, where there are certain punishments that the shariat has decreed if the conditions surrounding the proving of that particular crime are established, when, if they are found, and the ruler or the qadi has to rule that this person has committed this crime, it has been proven against them, and now this is the penal code. This is the had of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once that point is reached, the question now arises, can you intercede on behalf of that person? The matter came to the Islamic court, the ruling was already given, it is now established the guilt of this person, and now that the had of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to fall on this particular person. After that is established, can you now intercede on behalf of that person? Here, ulama Karam say it is not permissible to intercede. Once the qazi or the judge has already ruled, the decision is passed, this is the had of Allah, it is compulsory upon the ummah to carry out that particular had or that penal code. We find incidences where a person committed some wrong and the matter was brought to Rasulullah some form of intercession took place. And at times that particular hukum or ruling was delayed. We find in that instance, ulama Ikram explained that that is before there was a ruling. If the matter had not yet been brought to the qazi or to the judge, a person committed some crime which required, which was a penal, which required the penal code, which required the had, but the matter had not yet been brought to the judge or the guilt of that particular party had not yet been proven. In that instance, ulama Ikram say, that it is permissible to intercede on behalf of that person, provided certain conditions are met. What is the conditions? One of them, this person is not a repeated offender. Secondly, by interceding on the behalf of that person, you are not causing harm to anyone else. In those, inter- in, in those instances, it will be permissible to intercede on behalf of that person. Or if the crime is such that it is lower than what we call that in, in the lower than those things in which there is had. In other words, there is no penal code. It is lower than that. And the qazi or the judge is going to give what we call a discretionary punishment. Or what we call ta'adhir in shariat. Where that is found in those instances, it will be allowed to intercede on behalf of that person. The reason I am mentioning that is that in the case of this particular woman, Fatima bint Asad radiallahu ta'ala anha, the matter had already been ruled upon. She was found guilty of theft. The conditions of shariat had been met. The hukum had been given that her hand had to be cut off. This was Allah's had. This is Allah's penal code with regards to not ordinary theft. I'm not going to go into the detail. A lot of times we find that the modernists or the enemies of Islam tend to portray Islam as being a religion of zulm, of oppression indiscriminately somebody's hand will be cut off if he just steals. They are, what has to be stolen has to be something that is valuable. Certain conditions have to be met. The conditions of proving the crime also has to be met. It has to be an Islamic state, etc. It's not just willy-nilly some hukum given. But nevertheless, in this particular instance, the ruling had already been passed and she was guilty of the crime and the had of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to be carried out against her. 
This was something that greatly concerned the Quraysh, that a woman of that family, that influence, that background, and her hand is going to be cut publicly. This is a slur, this is an indignity. How can we allow such a thing to happen? So the discussion took place, May yukallimu fiha Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who can intercede on her behalf? Speak to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to change the hukam or to repeal the particular sentence. So in the discussion, Who will have the courage to raise such an issue with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So they felt there was only one person and that was Usama bin Zaid. Why? Hibbu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They knew of the special love that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had for Usama bin Zaid. Who was Usama bin Zaid? Usama bin Zaid was the son of Zaid bin Haritha radiallahu ta'ala anhu. This was a slave who Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha the beloved and first wife of Rasulullah had given as a gift to Nabi Pak Later on, Nabi freed Usama bin Zaid and he in fact adopted Usama bin Zaid. He was the adopted son of Rasulullah And, uh, sorry, Zaid bin Haritha was adopted by Rasulullah Zaid bin Haritha's son was Usama bin Zaid and both father and son were greatly beloved to Rasulullah So they approached Usama bin Zaid because of his special relationship with Rasulullah to intercede on behalf of Fatima bin Asal. فَكَلَّمَهُ Usama. Usama bin Zaid spoke to Rasulullah Allah's Rasul became extremely upset. It is because of this portion of the hadith that Imam Nawi rahimullah has introduced this particular hadith in this chapter which deals with anger when the sanctity of shariat is vilified in any way. This was the reaction. فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ فِي حَدٍ مِّنْ حُدُودِ اللَّهِ Usama, are you trying to intercede in what is one of the penal codes of Allah? Allah's had, Allah's hukam, Allah's shariat, the law has already been passed and then we are interceding. In other words, this is haram. There is no room for this. Allah's law has been decreed. It must be carried out. If it is not carried out, the very foundation and edifice of shariat is being harmed or being attacked. Usama obviously inadvertently, he didn't realize, he didn't realize the extent of the action that he had agreed to carry out. It was the influence of those around him put pressure on him. Usama, go to Rasulullah. Go to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he went. أَتَشْفَعُ فِي حَدِّ مِنْ حُدُودِ اللَّهِ How can you possibly intercede in one of the hudud of Allah, in the penal code of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? ثُمَّ قَام Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood up and he gave khutbah. In that khutbah, the first part of the khutbah is not mentioned in the hadith. Ulama ikram infer from the background of this incident that Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke on the importance of adil and justice and spoke on the importance of the laws of shariat and that once that they have been passed, do not interfere in that. And then he said, إِنَّمَا أَهْلَكَ مَنْ كَانَ قَبْلَكُمْ That amongst the nations of the past, this led to their destruction. What was it? أَنَّهُمْ كَانُوا إِذَا سَرَقَ فِيهِمُ الشَّرِيفِ تَرَقُوهُ 
when somebody prominent, somebody wealthy, somebody in a position of status or authority, or you can use our terms, who had some clout, who had some say, when he did something wrong, they left him. In other words, they didn't carry out the law of Allah upon, them, upon him. Why? Because of his social status or position. But if a weak person, a poor person, a person not of high social standing, he committed some wrong, he stole, etc., they established the penal code upon such a person. Allah's Rasulullah said, in other words, this is zulam, this is oppression. Laws of shariat are not affected by the social status or racial background or position or standing of any individual. Allah's laws are equal to one and all, whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are strong, whether you are weak. This is the adal and this is the justice of Islam. He said when the nations of the past did this, this led to their destruction. And to emphasize this point, look at the authority, the vehemence, wa'aymullah. Allah's Rasulullah says, by the qasam of Allah, I take an oath on Allah, even if my daughter Fatima binti Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had to steal, I personally would cut off her hand. There's no question of Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, Sayyidatul Nisa'i Ahlil Jannah, the queen of the women of Jannah, the height of taqwa and piety, the most beloved daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu There is no question of her committing this crime. This was to emphasize the importance that family relation, social status, background, etc. This does not allow us or should not cause us to side, to fall on the side of zulm or oppression. As Muslims, we have to be just, we have to be fair. The mafum of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu he said, Thalathu da'awat mustajabat, la shakka fi hinna. He said, three people's du'as, three people's du'as, mustajabat, are accepted by Allah. La shakka fi hinna, there is no doubt in this. This du'a will be accepted. What du'a? Da'watul mazlum, one of the three categories. He said, the dua of the oppressed one. When you will move away from justice, you will oppress someone. Fear the dua of the mazloom. Fear the dua of the oppressed one. Islam advocates in every instance justice. Like your stuff explains.